This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Okay, and by the way, also well done to the SA Women's Under-19 team. They beat Scotland by 44 runs in Benoni today in their second match of the Under-19 World Cup. Uh, Kyla Reineker taking a hat-trick and even scoring a 50 there in that match. So definitely one. Well, well, she scored a 50, but uh, Madison Landsman um, took the hat-trick actually four for 16 in her four overs. So those two definitely uh, some to watch there for the future. But let's talk about uh, the Proteas appointing two new coaches today. And the director of cricket at Cricket South Africa, Mr. Ino Kungwe, joins us on the line. Good evening, um, DOC, and thanks for joining us on SAFM tonight. Uh, yeah, good evening, sir. Uh, yeah, no, it's a pleasure and no, I'm I'm happy to be on the show. Thank you, thank you. So maybe let's start with a with a reminder, uh, DOC, about the decision to appoint two different coaches for the first time. You did tell us last year this was part of your thinking. What led to that thinking? Yeah, look, I mean, there's a whole lot of uh, factors that actually led to that. Um, I mean, I've basically done some sort of uh, research, but obviously having been part of the system for a long time, I think, you know, you got to face reality and, you know, look at obviously what the team, the system has faced over the last couple of years, but also looking ahead in terms of the, the evolving world, uh, landscape of uh, of cricket globally, you got to become realistic and say, okay, how do we manage the, the workload of coaches in general, but also the players? I mean, obviously, there's been a massive cry out of, you know, managing players better, et cetera, but we tend to forget that players are being led by, you know, coaches um, and management teams. So, but it was only, not only that. I mean, for us, it's, you know, it's, um, it's about having specific focus. So having a coach that will be able to focus specifically on, on certain formats um, and, yeah, looking at in terms of where our test cricket is at or Red Bull cricket, um, yes, there's a lot of threats around uh, test cricket in terms of D20 league. So we want to revive uh, test cricket and hence we've gone the direction of, you know, um, having somebody that can be fully dedicated to Red Bull cricket and ensure that, you know, we build a strong a, a strong feeder system, a strong base, um, and grow a pool of players that will be playing red ball cricket in the future. But I mean, with obviously white ball cricket is pretty straightforward because of ICC has locked in um, what is it uh, ICC events every single year for the next eight years. So there's again there there's going to be a lot of pressure, and we needed two separate coaches that really can be well invested to ensuring that you know they deliver the the performances that uh, that we want for our country. And then, how was the interest in these uh, positions then, uh, DOC? How many applications would you say you've received here? And what exactly were you looking for from the coaches? Yeah, look, there, there was a lot of interest. Um, obviously, I mean, the, the qualification criteria was a bit uh, strict. Um, you know, we, we received about 20, and we did cut it down to seven uh, for both formats, and um, those were the seven candidates that we actually did interview. I mean, the biggest thing, obviously, is uh, finding uh, two, car- two, two coaches that will fit into the Korea South Africa strategy, um, you know, a five-year strategy, but also for, from my point of view, it's uh, the playing philosophy and understanding, obviously, the, the current generation of, of cricketers and the future generation of cricketers that we have in our system and how, you know, how, and understanding, obviously, where the team is at and how they can move the team forward and get it to greater heights. So... There were there were a lot of factors um, that we yeah I mean that needed to uh, look into um, and the type of personnel that we believe will be able to lead the two formats 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, those are just some of the few things that, you know, we, we were looking for, and we, we're happy that, you know, we found our two best candidates. Yeah, and Coach Shukri Conrad has been around and those who follow the game have a lot of respect uh, for his work, even players, former players and current players. But for you, what would have impressed um, you most with Coach Shukri Conrad? Yeah, like you say, I think, you know, someone that is well respected in our system, you know, has been around. He's a, he's a bit of a tough cookie, uh, but which is very good. Um, you know, he's got a, a, a nice balance of you know, some of the, 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 the old way of doing things, but also a good balance of the new way and um, and also the brand of cricket, you know, uh, that we, we're going to be seeing in the future. Um, you know, when I encourage um, him you know, to drive the more taking brand of cricket, you know, more expressive, et cetera. So, and, but, uh, but I mean, look, he's his character. You know, he is someone that, um, you know, I know, and he's done well with under-19s, he's done well with SAA, he's done well in the system in the past. He, so he knows how to deliver trophies. Um, but the biggest thing for me, it was more the character that we're looking to, to drive in our system, to drive in our, in our teams, especially the Rebel team. And that really stood out for me. Um, and, and his understanding of how close Test cricket with white bull cricket is, I think that also played a, a huge, um, huge factor. Yeah. Okay, interesting you mentioned the brand of cricket. We've seen teams, like you're saying, now playing a more aggressive brand of cricket. There's been a lot of talk about baseball back in England. Is, is that where you see Test cricket going now, uh, DOC? Yeah, I think I think in general that's where cricket, Test cricket is going to end up. You know, with the massive influence of T of T Twenty cricket. Um, I mean, the if you look back, you know, a couple of years Test cricket scoring at two runs and over, and in in fifty over cricket it was four runs and over. You know, five runs and over. That was sort of like a par. That was acceptable. That was sort of like a winning, winning, winning uh, scores. But if you get today. I mean, today in 50 over cricket, even 300, you know, you sort of, oof, you know, it's, you're sort of ifish if you're going to win the game. You know, when you start talking 350, 350 plus, you're putting yourself in a very strong position of winning matches. Uh, T20 cricket, 200 plus, you know, and and, and test cricket. Obviously, um, there's a whole lot of factors, but a good first inning scores of 350, 400 um, at a reasonable rate. Um, you know, with with uh, conditions globally that are uh, that are impacting test uh, the, the test wickets, so we you know, but again, the influence of of T20 cricket. So batters are actually becoming more attacking, more innovative. Um, I mean, you're seeing reverse sweeps and all sorts, you know, in test cricket, which you never really saw it in the past. So um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, that's that's the way that's the way I think uh, test cricket is going, which again is going to be exciting, you know. But we just we still want test cricket to go into day four day five um you know to to that last session of day five which is even more exciting so but we gotta adapt to with uh, new ways um yeah with the evolving uh, landscape of uh, cricketing globally yeah and and with that then does it start in domestic cricket doc do you also send a message then maybe to the coaches and players in domestic cricket that this is the way that you want to play or do you introduce them to this style when they to this brand when they make it to the national team yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. It's you know we need a strong alignment from the national teams uh, throughout our national pipeline into the domestic uh, pipeline. We need to be speaking the same language, have a good understanding of uh, the brand of cricket in different formats. But again, ultimately to speak the same language and understand really in all three formats, you know what is expected. And that 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 work on the ground is have started already. You know we had a coaches conference back in August. 
where we actually workshop the system uh, in terms of the system where it's at um, and where we'd like to see the system. I, as a director of cricket, I shared my vision with the coaches. You know, so the, and there was a very strong buy-in. And I do understand, obviously, that you know, that might take some time because you know there's three things that we need to uh, we need to change in our system to improve our system, etc. And so that message already has been driven down the pipeline. And the coaches are working hard, you know, to to really implement the new philosophy, the new way, which, you know, yeah, look, it might take another sort of 12 months or 24 months. But ultimately, you know, we want to get to a point where the system we're producing good quality and we're speaking the same language, the same cricketing culture uh, moving forward, um, you know, for the Proteus both men and women, yeah. Yeah, and I had in that workshop, that's where it was also decided that you will hold the franchises to the, or the players uh, that are playing domestic cricket to the same fitness levels that are expected in the national team, right? <laughs> yes, okay. no, that's right, that, that, that's correct. Okay. And, um, you know, because it is something that we've all recognize that, you know, uh, or realize that, you know, we, we, we need to up it, you know, we need to get better. We, we are a better cricketing nation and uh, we need to up our standards in general so that we can actually uh, be competitive globally. And there's no better you know, time to do it. Obviously, there's no better uh, level to actually also start. So, yeah. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we're just uh, speaking to the Director of Cricket at Cricket South Africa, Inokungwe, just to get a better understanding on the coaching appointments that were made today. Coach Shukri Conrad, charge of the test team, and Coach Rob Walter will be in charge of the limited oversights. We did well ask for the voice notes. Let's play one. Good evening, Tabison. Good evening to uh, the DOC. Um, I'm very happy about the two appointments. Shukri has been around the system for a very long time. Uh, even the likes of Funekongam really spoke very well about him, if you remember Tabiso on the show. So he's been with Cricket South Africa for a very long time, uh, as far as 2001-2. Um, so he's been a loyal servant of CSA. And then Rob, a very experienced coach. Uh, but can Enoch speak more about Rob Walters, um, about what caught them in the interview process, what made them to really appoint him? And then two, um, with the decision to split the, the coaching roles, um, we are playing less test cricket over the next four years. I think 28 uh, test matches are the plans to add more uh, test matches uh, to the schedule because it's little considering that we really want uh, Shukri to get more test matches. And of course, we want the likes of KG to take more wickets. Thank you. Libra. Good evening, SAFM. It's Mandilake in Deep Slot. Oh, without any disrespecting, uh, to those uh, two newly appointed coaches, but I just don't have that hope. Um, we have superstars, golden ex-players, Jack Callis, Ashwell Prince, Lance Klusner, and many more. We have experts in this country who have played international cricket. Being a conditioner coach and, 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 and not coaching in international is two different things. I want to ask Mr. Ngwe, do we have beef with our ex-players? Because I don't understand why would we take uh, these coaches while we have experts, superstars. Okay, okay. Thanks for those. Maybe let's start with the first one from Libra at DOC. He wanted to know about the possibility, firstly, of, of the Proteas playing more test cricket. Yeah, no, absolutely. It is... Uh... You know, it is something that we look into um, to add a bit more 
Um, you know, and the reality is that, you know, obviously, I mean, it's just this year, and if you look at into going to next year, the following year, etc., we start to play a bit more test cricket. Um, and if you look at in a previous cycle, uh, which a lot of people don't know, you know, we played, I think, about close to about 30, you know, so there's a difference of about two test matches and the, and, and, and the other cycle. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, I mean, I suppose the, uh, the fixturing of or the prioritization of um, white ball cricket, you know, has uh, sort of made people think, you know, there's there's less investment in test cricket, but it's pretty much only this year, which we look at it as an opportunity really to re- reinvest in our system, really get our, our red ball cricket into good shape um, so that when opportunities next year come to play more test cricket, you know, that we're actually ready, we can be very competitive in that. And we have even a bigger pool of players that we're able to do that uh, to compete in, in years to come. So, But at the same time, we are looking at opportunities, you know, speaking to members uh, globally in terms of adding, you know, a test, a test match or two, um, you know, in the series that we're going to be playing in the future. So, so yeah, we are looking at, at that. And look, at the end of the day, if we can, if we can play a total of, let's say, 33, 32, um, in this tight ICC or, or, or FTP, if I may call it that way. Um, yeah, that'll be great. And uh, I mean, I know it goes a long way for players. I mean, the likes of Rabada and Dean and, you know, the Timbers and a lot of cricketers that want to play a lot of uh, test cricket. And so we, we're doing our utmost best behind the scenes, you know, to try and get an extra couple of more test matches. And then with coach Rob Walter, I mean, he's no stranger to the setup, having been strength and conditioning coach. Is that success with the Titans before going to New Zealand? What convinced you that he was the right man? I've already had one of our um, listeners here saying there's a lack of, te- of, 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 of international coaching experience here. But with the Rob Walters, what swung it in his favor? Yeah, look, I mean, uh, what swung it in his favor? Yes. He understands the system. He's been in the system. He's been successful as a head coach in our system. You know, he's been successful overseas. He's, you know, he's had uh, international experience um, of, of, of being involved in the, in the IPL, um, you know, coached the New Zealand A. Um, yes, he was part of the Proteas in the past. Um, you know, got him. Yeah, so there's, if you look at it in terms of his experience, but also his silverware, he's worked with superstars. You know, he's worked with uh, different type of cricketers from different backgrounds. But I mean, his success, you know, speaks for itself. It wasn't only just that. I think um, his pure understanding of where the white ball cricket is at and of this current team of the Proteas and where he believes he can take the team, you know, that also, I mean, um, did excite us. And his, his, his playing philosophy and um, I mean, there were so many, there were so many factors that really, you know, um, you know, just his way of thinking, becoming, being so innovative in preparing teams and being innovative in terms of play and, and, and ways looking to, to take this team, you know, so in how we can actually win World Cups, et cetera. And for us, it's, you know, and he's well aligned to the, the, the strategy again, the overall strategy that we actually, you know, we've just started and we're driving from cricket side So, yeah, I mean, the, there was a lot. And just the, uh, the, the, two, the two coaches, we, could, we can almost see that there's going to be a good synergy because of the language, the way they see the game, the way they see the, how the game is evolving and how, you know, would like to be a step ahead to ensure that, you know, we, 
yeah, you know, we 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 playing that brand of cricket. We you know we winning for our, for our country, and we're not letting down our fans because at the end of the day, you know, we want to do well for the country. And it's just the way they the the way of thinking for me that really also struck me. Um, you know, as a DOC, but also as a panel, um, innovation. I mean, it becomes a key thing. But again, one massive element for both coaches was uh, the player management. You know, we do understand that the, the workload of players is nowadays, it's so hectic. And for them to understand that, you know, there's going to have to be a very detailed plan on, on, on the players in general, how we can manage them better so that they're continuously performing at optimum level. Um, yeah, that was great. And obviously the mental, the mental side of the game, the mental coach, um, to have the mental coach on board to help the players. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, like I say, you know, I can actually mm. say quite a few more things. And is there a mandate, DOC? Is there a mandate? Because I had the CEO saying the target is to win the Home World Cup in 2027 for, for the for the ODI squad. Absolutely. The, 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 like you said, you know, it's an unnegotiable. Um, that is something that we want. We want and we need to build even better system yeah. over the next couple of years to ensure that we 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 give ourselves the best chance to win 2027 World Cup. And obviously, we're gonna have opportunities along the way you know, with all the ICC events every year between now and 2027 that we also want to win. And that um, you know, and again, it's gonna be an opportunity to see how far we are. Uh, in building, in rebuilding our system, in rebuilding the team, so definitely 2027, it's 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 our goal. We want that. And then there was a question about former players. Are there plans to include former players? And when it comes to the backroom staff, is that CSA's job, or do you leave it out to the coaches? Um, look, it's you know you, you want to give the coach you know opportunity obviously to to try and bring in you know the stuff that he can work with that, that is aligned, but obviously. You know, uh, as cricket Africa, we we also you know part of that process to help you know to ensure that we we guide the coach, we help the coach, we give the coach the necessary support to ensure that you know they get the the right the stuff that they're actually uh, looking for um, in terms of the technical team. So yeah, so for for from for me, I mean, it's to support the coach to get what what he wants um, uh, in terms of the technical team that he believes. We'll, you know, we'll win World Cups. We will, we will win uh, World Test Championship. You know, we'll, we'll take us to, to, to number one in the world uh, in, 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 in years to come. So, so yeah, I mean, for me, that's that's the most important thing. The mm-hmm. coach's got to be comfortable, and he's got to have people that obviously can challenge him, they can trust him, they can drive the system, and understand exactly what is expected of uh, of, of of the teams. Yeah, and just on the former players, there were some names that were mentioned, like Ashwell Prince. Would he have applied for this job? Do you only consider those who apply? Would he have been considered? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. It's it's you know those who applied were considered, and um, and you know we did the breakdown from that, the shortlisting. So so yeah, I mean look, I mean there's 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 a strong appetite in T20 cricket. Which you can understand um, from you know from some of the, the former players, but but again you know we're looking at um, restructuring the entire system and see how we can you know work with former players uh, in different capacities you know and sometimes you gotta understand that you know this, the former players you know they they they, they played in terms of career for a very long time they've been away from homes for a very long time so when they decide for a period of time to to invest in T20 leagues. 
you know, we, we completely understand. And um, at some point, you know, they will come back and obviously invest back into the national team or in, into our system. But we continuously looking at ways on how they can add value into our systems. And, um, and yeah, and not all former players also want to coach, you know. They also want to go into different spaces, whether it's administration, whether it's commentary, and, you know, there's so many other opportunities. And, yeah, I mean, we, we're just happy that, you know, we, we have um, – um, other former players that you know are doing some good work in commentary and in other spaces, and some of them have graduated from our system and and and, and coaching overseas. Um, yeah, so I mean, we'll, we'll for us, it's you know we take it as it comes and see who's available, you know, to to add value to add value into our system, into our teams, and we take it. Yeah, we take it from there. And just finally, what happens now with the limited overs with the ODI team since England is coming at the end of the month now and these coaches will start next month. So who takes charge of this ODI squad? Uh, yeah, we we win the yeah, final stage of finalizing that. So we just uh you know yeah, on we're touching on one or two other things and we well, we're gonna announce the caretaker coach um when we announce the squad on Wednesday. Okay, DOC, thanks for speaking to us. Thanks for, for engaging us and for always being available to speak to us here on SAFM and all the best. All right, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you, sir. That is uh, Ino Kungwe, who is the director of cricket at Cricket South Africa and um, is basically responsible for these appointments along with the board, of course, of Cricket South Africa. So Rob Walter and Shukri Conrad are the two coaches um, there. We're going to have to leave it here because we need to move on and talk football and uh, specifically Kaiser Chiefs. And we've got a Kaiser Chiefs legend through and through on the line, Max Gomen Go Maponyan. The back-to-school moment 